Panda, 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 panda. I'll have another. There he is, there, there he is, beating that dead horse. Excuse me while I whip this out. Wow. You talk. Broadcasting from the Booze League headquarters. Give me two. This is the Boozecast. <laughs> Booze League Radio. All right, let's get it started. Welcome in Booze League Nation to draft Show. 114 of the Boozecast. Hope you guys all have an adult libation there at your elbow. You should be able to raise a toast with us. Come on. Do a little sipping. Let's say that intro song just keeps growing on me more and more. Yeah? Makes me want to groove a little bit. It does. Just a little bit, though. I find myself doing it. Throw a couple elbows here and there, but in a good way. Like a bird? <laughs> like <laughs> a bird. <laughs> yes. Bird bows? Bird bows. <laughs> I'm like a bird. I'll fly away. <laughs> yeah. I will there you flip go. like a bird. Who is that, Nelly Furtado? I don't know. I just know. I literally I know so. just that line yeah. of that song. I don't know the whole thing. It's Nelly Furtado. It was so. a popular, like, junior high or high school song. I'm like a bird. I'll yes. fly away. Yeah. Oh, I don't know where it goes. Uh, from there, so. I don't know where my home is. <laughs> I don't know where my homies are. <laughs> yeah, where my homies be at? It's like it's something Chew would say. <laughs> he said they'd be right here. That's right. So uh, welcome into Draft 114. You can find us online at theboozecast.com uh, for all of our past episodes, bios, upcoming events, things of that nature. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Booze League, our kind of parent company, I guess, our parent brand as we are Booze League Radio. Um, you can find us on our own page, though, facebook.com forward slash the boozecast. And if you want to get in and have some thoughts about what's happening on here, if you want to send a text, if you want to leave a voicemail, whatever it is you want to do, go ahead and uh, get with us at 805-892-6116. Nice. On the telephone? He did it good that time. He did. You like that? Hit that one. There's no 69 here, dudes. 69, Not dudes. this week. Not, <laughs> not this week. Not today. On this show, uh, the Booze Line News is making a return, uh, kind of catching up on news that um, we've kind of left in the in news, the past, news, stuff news. to do. Um, we do have a big announcement about an upcoming live show that will be happening in this area in about two and a half weeks. Uh, we kind of teased it on the last show. We're going to give you all the details today. Coley has the definitive guide to not tipping like an asshole. Wow, uh, that's a good one. Which it's is important. Uh, good I, for you, Coley. That's Cheers, good you information. <laughs> it's important. Love like that. guaranteed, people who are listening to this are people who are out in a tipping environment. Yeah, often. don't be a yeah. dick. So how can you do that appropriately? Also, nice. we have a St. Pat's recap. Coley went to a drag show, and our song of the day is by an artist who was only eight years old when Coley graduated high school. <laughs> She's glaring at so me. he's going to his tenure this year is what you're telling me. <laughs> that's all that's telling me. He's just going to his tenure. Or they, she, they, them, he. Well, we got, we got a little something to put a smile on, uh, on Coley's face. Well, it's me again. No, not Big Dick Nick. Uh, it'll be our beer of the day. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water. The beer of the day. Ooh. Look at this guy. Oh, Pure Project. Bring in the heat. All right, so Pure Project. Pure Project, I should say. <laughs> Not even a single letter. Pure Project. This is Formless Reflections. It is a murky India Pale Ale, as they call it. It is 6.9% ABV. Alcohol. Thank you, sir. 
And it's got a 4.06 yeah, on tap. Yeah, buddy. What? Wow. Zero six? Zero That's six. like where you go up from there. If you're at an O2, you're like legit. But if it's anything higher than a four, oh four, then that's a score. Hell higher than a yeah. 04, that's a score. I like I like it. <laughs> you're like, oh, they're rapping. Oh, I love pure. I've been there. Oh, have you really? Nice. They're I'm, in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah, they been are there. in San Diego. Well, I mean, just the smell on this alone is San Diego. Oh. Well, while you guys are uh, sipping Very on that, enchanting. Let me tell you a little bit about what Pure Project has to say about this particular beverage. Tell me everything. An intensely aromatic murky IPA, Formless Reflections utilizes hand-selected hops from around the world. Nelson from New Zealand, Mosaic from the United States, and Huel Melon from Germany. Huel. 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 Malone. This wonderful combination of hops leads the way to form flavors of juicy melon, white wine, and orange zest over a subtle darkness. Sounds like a fun Friday night. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's intense. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right? Melons, white wine, and zest. <laughs> <laughs> and subtle dankness. <laughs> wow. Danky wang? I mean. Did well, I say subtle darkness? I did. did. Uh, yeah. Darkness? <laughs> like not even a single word. <laughs> subtle dankness. You, said, you did say darkness? Darkness? <laughs> yeah. I mean. There's no reason why I would I say that. I do believe. <laughs> I can, oh my God, you guys, Chappelle. You're I giving can't. me the vapors. I can't, can't stop. Churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Chicken, dankness. Uh, um, so what do you guys think? Are you in? I'm in. Yeah? I'm in. It's delicious. Thank yeah, you. This is great. Super tasty. Good find. Thank you. I've never been disappointed with any beer I've had from Pure. I haven't either. And, yeah. and it's, I Pure's feel like I haven't had it in a while. I'm like... Why have I not had Pure Project in a while? Like, let's get Greg this going. Greg is uh, like a subscription member. So they send oh, him. Oh, nice. Yeah, I guess you can. They have like a membership and they'll send you beers. And Is it $650? You no. get a new glass every time? No. No, oh, man, I'm not. What about turkey than. jerky? What about cheese? Oh, it's it was pork. <laughs> yeah, pork jerky. Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll give that to you later. <laughs> you have to age <laughs> Months it. Months later. No, uh, anyways. Pure it's I like hide and seek. Sorry. It's like hide. You gotta find it's it like months later. It's like hide the salami. <laughs> <laughs> hide the salami in the garage. Is yeah. that what you're playing? Yeah, baby. <laughs> hide the cheese in the box. <laughs> so we play. Whoa, that's a <laughs> game I don't want to play. I'm good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. So that uh, that Last is. Last time I hid the cheese in the, the box, day. I had a kid, and then another kid. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> cleanse our palates uh, with the song of the day. Thank God. <laughs> Alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The song of the day.
this is a song. Cool. I like it. I mean, it's, yeah. I was getting lost in the jams there. Oh, yeah, yeah me dude. too. Sonically, wait, wait, this guy wait, is really good. This is a song called La La La. It's kind of shocking. Nice. Um, by a guy named Johnny. J-A-W-N-Y is how he spells that. A-K. Like a jaw, like your jaw that talks out of your mouth. Thank you. He was born Jake. Can't get one by Sancho. He was born Jacob Lee Nicholas Sullinger. He's an American singer, songwriter, and producer. Originally born in San Francisco, Johnny learned how to play guitar at age six and began composing in his early teens. He did briefly attend college for nursing, but then dropped out to pursue music. Moved to Philadelphia, began using the stage name Johnny Utah, a tribute no way. To, to Keanu yep. Reeves. Nice. Utah, give me two. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, one of the most played drops that we have, certainly. <laughs> yeah, we use that one. It happens. It's um, good, though. I love Point Break. It was on it's not solid. too long ago. It's such a oh, great you watch, movie. It's one of those that's on, and I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 2009 single that he released named Honey Pie was featured on Spotify's Fresh Finds and Ultimate Indie Playlists. That led to the single accruing millions of streams. As of today, it has 275 million streams nice. on Spotify. Well, hot dog. Yeah, so, I mean, it's uh, picking up some steam. Hot dog. That hot eventually... Dog. So wiener. Uh, <laughs> so wiener. <laughs> that eventually led to a record deal with Interscope Records in January of 2020, and that's when he changed his stage name to Johnny. Coincidentally, Johnny dated rapper and singer-songwriter Doja Cat. You guys in yeah. the Doja Cat? Oh, I know some Doja Cat. He's big into Doja Cat. Okay, cool, nice. He dated her That's from cool. August 2019 to February 2020, just one month after he got a record deal, so I don't know what might have happened there. Coincidence? Who can say? He was like, hey, bye. <laughs> I'm like, about to be oh, famous, and wow. bye. Have a nice one. Oh. Uh, La 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 is the latest release from his debut album, It's Never Fair, Always True. Composed in 2021 as the first song written for this album, he says, This song came so fast to me, like a whirlwind. After it was done, I knew that this was the beginning of something. I didn't know what it was just yet, but I knew right then and there that I'd begun writing my next record and that this wasn't just making music for the sake of, for the sake of making it. Mm. It had a purpose, and I had to drive again. Because he talked about how he took a break just to clear his head and figure shit out. His previous release was Adios from the same album, at least in 2022. Do you guys, you guys have heard Audios, right? This is Audios. Actually about a breakup. Might have been about Doja Cat. Who knows? Aww. Yeah. Who can say? Hmm. Yeah. A little further on down. Negative. No, not ringing Negative. a bell. Sounds familiar. Like I said, all of it has that kind of ring to it. It's catchy though. This is I see the, myself grooving out to it. That's the yeah. song that got me into uh, Johnny. I'm like, damn, this is a great fucking song. Anyways, um, currently he's on his first headliner tour across the U.S. And you can he's actually going to be in San Luis on Cinco de Mayo. Uh, old San Luis Obispo. Oh, well, I'll tip okay. my hat to him while I'm at Yolanda's. Slow. There you go. Um, you can find him at johnny.com to see if he's coming by you. He's, he is touring the whole U.S. Johnny, J-A-W-N-Y.com is where you'd find out more information about that's, old Johnny. That's cool, cool man. That's awesome. Before we get into how was your week, we got we got to talk about the live event coming up.
on Friday, April 7th at 7 p.m. in the evening at Petals and Pines Brewing Company in Thousand Oaks, California. Your Boozecast here will be doing our first live Boozecast event since 2019. Woo! That's right. It's actually a very special occasion. We are releasing that day, our collab. If you've been following our Instagram out there, you saw pictures of us collabing it up there at uh, Petals and Pines. Can't wait to try that. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm very excited about it. I was excited about it from that day as, you know, going through the whole process with Monica and, like, talking about what it is. Absolutely. Um, just how her explaining, oh, we're doing this, we're using this, and we're doing, like, it was... She's it, so knowledgeable. It was yeah. gnarly. It's, it's going to be delicious. Everyone should come out and try our beer. Duh. So, it is a double dry hot pale ale. We are naming it after the official booze hound of the Booze League. We are calling it the Darby Pale. It features a blend of Laurel, Euquanot. Sandra, how do you say that? Euquanot. Euquanot sounds good to me. Okay. Sounds real good. (laughs) It sounds good to me. All the brewers out there are like, dude, it's this. What are you you even doing out there? Euquanot. That's what it is. Euquanot. Euquanot. That hop. And also experimental hops, HBC 586 and 630. In addition to that, we will have new uh, merchandise available, specifically Darby Pale themed. And we're releasing all that that day. You cannot get it before then because probably won't be in. Um, <laughs> but we were, will be releasing it that day. And we are giving a portion of all sales that night of all the merchandise we have. We'll have some old favorites out there as well. We're giving a portion of that to Humane Society of Ventura County. In Sick. addition, Petals and Pints has agreed that sales that night of the Darby Pale, a portion of those sales, will also be contributed to Humane Society of Ventura County. Yay. There we go, making a difference. I love that. The One Humane Society is so good. They're such a great organization. I mean, everyone I know has a, a pooch somehow tied to Humane Society of Ventura County, which is, yep. which is awesome. It's a pooch that touches everyone's life. That's a true story. True story right there. So um, come on out uh, April 7th at 7 p.m. Uh, we'll be having a good time out there. Uh, bring your drinking liver, uh, as it were, because it's going to be one of those nights. Fuck yeah. Fill up on pale ale. Uh, do some good. Hang out with doggos. And uh, and we'll get it on. Yeah, come say what up to the crew too. Don't be shy. We'll yeah, be there for autographs. That is one thing I miss about doing like the live shows. It was cool to like just hang out with people and like talk to them and like see you know. I think was the last one eight one eight. I think the last one was eight one eight. Yeah, I I'm, that's why I was like, gosh, is, was it twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen even? It was a long time. It ago. was a long Jesus. time ago. Oh my God, Good question. Or was it ago. the local? No, the lo- we didn't do the local, and uh, I don't know. Oh no. Because we did it, we did a uh, with the unfertile gentleman. We did a, a. We did one at Moe's too, right? Mission Oh, uh, we did yeah. one at Moe's. That might have been that was 2019. Fun. That was fun. That was fun. That was, got, that was a good time. A little buzzed up that particular night. Mm-hmm. We sure yeah. as hell did. Fucking hammer. That was a Firestone uh, takeover too, right? It was. Sure was. Oh boy. Sukaba release night. I ended up with some tulip glasses that I'm not sure I was supposed to. <laughs> Hey, you good know for what? you. That's okay. good. I'm, I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. We're not gonna. We're not gonna it's say just anything. Gloss, Thanks. Uh, come on. Fire says we like. Uh, miss, you can't enter our festival this year. <laughs> you oh stole glasses. I think Sancho stole a, a glass from Petals and Pints. And we're there for my birthday. <laughs> oh wow! Thanks for throwing me under the bus. <laughs> it's all right. No, it's the yeah. old logo now. We don't need to worry about that. Yeah. See, I was doing my favor. Get that shit out of there. Yeah. No, I've turned into a klepto. I'll like steal shit for no reason when I'm drunk, like ashtrays, pint glasses, just whatever. I'm pretty good about it now, but when I was younger, it was bad. Where do you I'm, find ashtrays? Everywhere. Back really? in the day when you used to smoke. Like I said, oh. back in the day. Oh, no, God, there's God, not God. so much, you know? Not, not, not a mucho. Not so much, yeah. He just so has a cabinet full of ashtrays. <laughs> Why not? You don't? 
<laughs> like it's Ghost Rider. <laughs> one well, cabinet's damn. all like, okay, you know, shit. beer themed glasses. Right. <laughs> the next one's all ashtrays, yeah. stacks of ashtrays and shit. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. The Booze Cast. So, Sancho. Yes. How was your week? It was good. Um, let's see what did I do here. Uh, did God. you go out for St. Patrick's Day? No. We talked about oh, that last week. Shit. No, I didn't. Like, okay, so I finished up work, stopped at uh, Santa Cruz, and right when I walked in to have a couple beers, they were doing the Irish dancing, and which was pretty cool. I felt like I kind of lucked into that. Like that was just randomly, and mm-hmm. they were they did a great job. Tipped them. Said thank you, had a few pints, um, you know, had like kind of like a little St. Patty's Irish promo with the basketball that was going on. It was fun. Super mellow though. And then I went home and just kicked it. Um, then through the weekend, super mellow vibes too, for the most part, you know, honestly, not a lot going on. Gosh, I thought of something earlier that I wanted to bring up and I'm just totally like spacing it right now. So well, maybe, I'm going to move it on. Maybe okay. if I remember, yeah. I'll uh, put just, it on. Just chime in. Just another, you know, casual Sandro week. Sure. Sancho week. I know most people know <laughs> me by that name. They're like, Sandro, who the fuck's that? Dude, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> okay. Anywho. Oh. Coley. Yes. What about you? I, I heard you. I saw some pictures. You were looking good at that drag brunch. Oh, drag, show. Drag, it was a drag comedy show. show. Thank you. Okay. I um I felt like in that picture I channeled my inner Jessica Drake who's like like one of the hottest adult film stars in That's my awesome. in my opinion. Okay. I don't well, know. I'll have to do some research later. And, and I just feel like it. like we had the same vibe kind of going on. <laughs> cool. All right. So um yes, my friend's like favorite drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race was doing her comedy show. Her name is Monet Exchange. And she, like she's hilarious. Cool. Great. Like it was really funny. We laughed the whole time. Um, we were the only ones that kind of had some like crazier, more draggy looking makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> like we wanted to look like we were like Yas Queen. I was like dress up time. It's amazing. Bo- I love okay. It. That's great. Fuck yeah. So like it I, never would have occurred to me to go to like like dress up to go to a drag well, show. I, I, that I had a though. so I had a see through like black mesh bodysuit on that I just wore a bra under. Yeah. Sick. So it was like see through, and I yeah. wore it with like black jeans, and you know, I was like, I was feeling it's a good myself. Look. You're good. No, Thanks. it's awesome. Fuck I, yeah, yeah I thought it was rad. really cool. And yes, nice queen. And yeah, yes, queen. We had a great time. Yes, queen. And then remember, I like was telling you, like, you had to go out for St. Patrick's Day, and my bitch ass never made it out. Okay. I just made yeah. corned beef and cabbage, and then I, Nick was like, I'm not going out. I'm tired. He was being kind of a like stick in the mud. Yeah. And then uh, my toads. And then my mom and Laura came over for dinner and they were just like hanging out. And I was like, I'm going to go meet Shannon and Greg. I'm just going to go meet them because they're at Naughty Pine and then they were going to go to 14. Wow. And I I just couldn't get I just couldn't get motivated to put makeup on. So I didn't Mm. go. So I had people I had like friends and family come over on St. Patty's Day. I just didn't go anywhere. But like we ended up raging. It was pretty fun. Oh. Throughout the night, but it wasn't like a St. Patty's Day. It was like my kid got off work, some friends cruised over. It was chill. Like I don't know. It was super cash. But That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then okay, so real quick, I did work the Camarillo beer crawl St. Patty's Day on Saturday. Oh, and I was fun. gonna say it was it was awesome because there was nice weather, and people really pumped to be out drinking. Mm-hmm. And I was able to sample um, on new beers that we we're launching that oh. could use some, um, you know, a little bit of. You know, like just marketing. Some, exactly. You know, getting them out there. To some people. exposure. 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 There we know. go. Thank you. And it went great. 
So Great. that's that's my That was what it was. That sounds fun. So yeah, yeah. um was it just like Old Town yeah, Camarillo or I, I where was it? I posted up like over down by uh on the end. It was in front of JR's like across from Establos. Right oh yeah. There. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of the turnaround and it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's so cool. A lot of fun. Wow. Had a great time. Yeah. Wiley, how was your week? How was your St. Pat's? Uh it was good because I mean it was a combination of my favorite holiday of the year. Of course. St. Patrick's yep. Day. Uh, and also March Madness was going on, which oh. is my also favorite time of the year if they fall on different times. Um, I will say this real quick about March Madness. Kind of a letdown this year for me. I could not find a place that was like properly like crowded and exciting. I went Aww. to I went to B-dubs on um, freaking Thursday for lunch. Which, and it's like the first day of March Madness. That should be like off the hook. There was like six people in total in the bar. And the bars at B-dubs are not small. And they had like soccer on one of the big TVs and then a talk show of our sports on the other. I'm like, what's going on in there? You know? So I I got them to change it all and all, but it just wasn't everywhere. I went after that just, it wasn't like the vibe I was after. So eh, whatever. Uh, Next day I went out to the Doug for a bit for more March madness. Again, it's kind of a little bit of a letdown because it's St. Patrick's day and it's just wasn't, I don't know. But then I went to pedals and pints. Let me tell you, that was a good time. It was nuts to butts. They had the Irish dancers come through. They had a band, like an Irish band playing like all night long called uh, Whole Hog Band. Um, and it was a really, really good time. Sounds fun. Very good. Next day, I was also at the Beer March because uh, Pedals was there. So I went there to get some pictures and stuff. Cool. Nice. I ended up... Um, Marching? Only, well, I, <laughs> I did not, actually. Oh. Uh, but I ended up just standing by the, the Pedals uh, jockey box and drinking Pale Rider all day. Um, and I helped out the rep that was out there doing it because he was only one rep. So he needed to eat, he needed to go to the bathroom, whatever. So I'm just there just talking to people, just having the time of my life. How fun. So, Sounds fun. So that was a, that was a good day. Um, yeah, and other than that, uh, just hightailing it uh, through the rain on into draft 114. Lots of rain. Oh, my God. I thought our house, okay, Simi had the loudest thunder. Really? I have ever heard in my 38 years on this planet. It's amazing. On Tuesday. Damn. I believe it. So like Wiley and I were texting back and forth because he's like, holy shit, it's coming down so hard. Now it's sideways. And I was like, my whole backyard's flooding. And we were just like going back and forth. And I was like, I'm so glad we're like pushing recording out. Like this is just not worth it to drive. It was fucking nutty. It's crazy. And then I was, um, I'm hosting like a mini little bachelorette party thing at my house on the first. Oh, nice. When should I show up? Oh, as a stripper? <laughs> bring beer. Not, not without a keg. <laughs> um, Excuse me while I I'll bring this a, out. I'll bring a five gallon. Hey, hey, fine with me. Whatever. Don't they call that a slim? They call it a pony. Uh, I call it a sixle. It's <laughs> well, I thought it was a pony keg, and then you roll up to pony play. Yeah, it's you know, it's the perfect song for the perfect the super duper weenie wagon. There we go, or pony wagon, you know. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so I was like making this. I don't know what it's called. Uh, like a garland, and it has like the oh, okay. tissue paper kind of pom poms, oh, yeah, and you have to like. So it, you have to assemble it and it takes fucking forever. And it, I bought two of them. I was like, holy cow. So Nick was like sleeping and I'm doing it. And all of a sudden I hear, I see the whole like house light up with the lightning. And I was like, wow, that's one of the like brightest flashes of lightning yeah. I've seen. My, I thought we were having an earthquake simultaneously. I was like ready to get under my dining room table for cover. <laughs> like the windows were rattling. The walls were shaking. It wow. was, it wow. was insane. Absolutely insane. And I like went into the bedroom and I was like, Nick, are you okay? Did you hear that? And the dogs were like, what is happening? Like it oh, was. Dude, Darby would have lost her mind. It was nature. So my, my parents got crazy lightning and thunder and all that. I don't know if you did, 
Yeah, I'm, we've been getting some Coley shit. did nothing over here. Too. Like I'm not a thing. I'm telling you, it is weird. Your windows would have. I felt like like they were gonna huff and puff and blow our house down. Like it was gnarly. Hmm. Yeah, we got more hail yesterday. Like it blanketed the beach. Like literally everything was covered. I was driving off the beach, like going pretty fast. And like luckily I have all wheel drive, but I got a little skid. It still does. And yeah. Woo, catches. And you're like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's gnarly. That. Yeah, it was wild. Booze League Radio. It's time for round two. There's a void. Ready for round two? All right, well then uh, let's get on. Uh, if we're going to do it, let's uh, hit round two. Let's do it. Okay. Round Bye. two. I'll have another. It's a trap. Cool. I'm slamming it tonight. Utah, give me two. Slamming salmon. Slamming the salmon. Um, so I brought E.T. Stay Home Blueberry Raspberry Sour IPA from Evil Twin Brewing in New York City. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, it's 7% alcohol. Alcohol. And it has a 4.49 rating on Untapped. 449. 449. Holy shit, that's high. What? That's you, yeah? Yes. You, yeah? Just you, like yeah. Sancho. <laughs> right over there, there's some people smoking weed. That's right. Um, not much to say about this. It's brewed with blueberry and raspberry, notes of lemon, blueberry jam, and overripe raspberries, medium body, and tart. Well, so I don't know if it's actually going to taste like an IPA. I haven't had much luck with them tasting too much like that it. that my nose? That was... Um, that was... What, so what were you weird. sticking that in that it made that sound? Nothing. It sounded like a woman screaming. That's what she said. <laughs> We're going to have to go back to the tape on that one. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> ay, ay, This is sweeter than I thought it would be. Wow. But this tart. Was, this was Whoa. 7%? Holy yeah. shit, this tastes Alcohol. like... This tastes like Manischewitz. Kind of does. I've never had Manischewitz. Oh, you're missing out. It's no, it's absolutely terrible. You're not. <laughs> it's sweet grape wine. It's fucking terrible. That this tastes like punch. <sighs> this, this is seven. Point oh seven. Yeah, that right. And this, this just tastes like punch. Seven. Tastes like Kool Aid. Hello. Nothing there. This is seven percent alcohol, dude. It tastes like Nadia Komenich. Alcohol. It's crazy. Maybe that's that? why it's rated so high. I wonder what like people have said about it. Are there any reviews there on the Untapped of people? Or are they just like checking it in? It just seems like check-ins. Someone said, insanely tart with lasting berry finish. No hints of IPA remain, but very good. I, Which I, I also don't get a single no, hint I, of not IPA. Even, I not even one that. single letter I, of, of P, I, or... There you go. <laughs> no, I, Sandro, thank you for that. Like not even a single letter. This person wrote in a different language, uh, Spanish. Oh. I can read Espanol. No, maybe it's not. It, it actually might be French. Oh, I, I, can read, I, can read French I thought too. that was Spanish. I think it's French. Oui, oui. It's for merely so good. Difficile à tremar tabacu de grenibes. It's basically saying that they're not really tasting the IPA either. I'm just kidding. Totally not even a single letter. <laughs> so I have like, no idea. He's like, I can speak French. Just kidding. I can fucking read it. Like the Shout rest out of to us. our French and Canadian exactly. listeners yeah. uh, for Sancho. Yeah. I sometimes can read French. It'll, Italian is a little easier. Portuguese in the bag. No problem. What? Mm. Is there any Portuguese reviews? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. 
Hmm. So someone said <laughs> they purchased this at Tavor. And they said, I'm going to stand by my original rating, but I do wish there was a little bit more IPA to this. It's more of a smoothie sour with a slight hop bite. Okay. Well, but no hop This bite, to me just tastes like you. sour um, yeah. berry candy or something. Sour, sour berry juice. Cool. I mean, it's, it's worth trying. I'm glad that we're drinking it, though. It's I get like... It's not bad. Almost. I don't know if it's like a grassy after. It tastes like the Trader Joe's juice that I used to buy my kids. Okay. The cranberry one. Whatever. The cranberry yeah, I can, I, can, I can understand one that one. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well... I mean, I don't hate it, but it doesn't taste like a beer to me. Would you? No. Would you have given that? Was it four? Four? Fuck no! I would have given no. that the tug line. Uh, oh, you would have been right at three eight. Yeah, yeah. three yeah. eight. Three five, probably for me. Just to not be mean, but not be old like, tug line. Three point seven five. Oh, seven, yeah, oh, the old I'm tug a, line. Sorry, yeah, I'm a three seven five. Three yeah. seven five. I'm a three seven five around this. Because it's interesting. You know what? Fuck it. Since they're no longer uh, uh, unfiltered gentlemen, the tug line stands where it stands. Three seven five. Okay. It's just what it is. All right. The other line's a CBR line. I was going to say, is it the CBR no. line? Okay. No, tug yeah, line's 375. That's just way too much to deal with. <laughs> 375 is a tug line. So it mean, is. It's, it's been else. established. It's now international yeah. unit of measurement, and that's just what it is. You said unit. Little, little, little. The Kamish. Coley Wyman. Sandro Alevalo. The Booze Cast. All right. Well, while we enjoy this, uh, <laughs> this. Oh, yeah, yeah. This well, I'm juice. getting like fucking. Uh, Diabetes? Diabetes. <laughs> Diabetes. There we go. Thank you. That's yeah. my favorite one. There are two of those because there's the original, the OG. Diabetes. But this one, just, I don't know why I like this one better. Diabetes. <laughs> you sound, oh, God. It sounds like there's a little bit more hope and promise. Yeah, it, sounds, it sounds like he's going somewhere with that, you know? Diabetes. 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 You guys are so funny. Holy shit. So we're going to uh, get on to the, uh, to the news now. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to, this is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. All right, on to news story number one. Speaking of B-dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings responds to a lawsuit alleging that boneless wings aren't actually wings. <laughs> They're nuggets. That's amazing. Have you guys have seen this? I've heard about it a lot this last week, yeah. yeah. I have not, but I yeah, don't. Yeah, it's a full thing. Oh, okay. So for those who haven't, Chicago resident Eamon Halim filed a class action suit accusing B-Dub of false advertising. The lawsuit alleges that the chain's popular boneless wings aren't, in fact, made of chicken wings, but are, quote-unquote, more akin in composition to a chicken nugget. That chicken breasts are simply deep fried to appear like wings. The lawsuit also claims consumers should be able to rely on the plain meaning of a product's name or receive what they are promised. This guy's a fucking poon. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw For that real, out there. 100%. <laughs> Halim or whatever the hell your name yeah. is. Like, Amen Halim. He's bored. Yeah, you're, huge you're bored. Go oh, home. Okay. Read a book. And so then when this came out, with uh, someone came on that worked for American Foods. 
like that deboned chickens and did all kinds of weird, gross jobs for American foods. And basically they were saying that those boneless wings actually do have bone. They grind the shit out of a wing and the bone and everything and grind it down and then mash it up and put it into a little nugget. So technically you are getting bones in those wings. <laughs> yeah. So how about that? It's fun. Little facts that we're gonna teach you. Woo! So the, the lawsuit says that if uh, Halim and other consumers knew that the boneless wings were not wings, they would have paid less or would not have purchased them at all. They did not specify how much money they were seeking as a result, but specified that he's seeking, quote unquote, damages, injunctive relief, restitution, and declaratory relief. For, I hate the U.S. sometimes. so yes. damaged so by I this. really fucking hate people That's that live here. Like, dumb. what the fuck? So Buffalo Wild Wings... Right or gripe to the manager? Maybe who cares? You but like, what did you order think you were gonna get? Oh. Have you seen like? Th- I mean, buffalo wings are not that meaty. Like, what do you, what are you expecting to get? Like some like skinny th- shreds of chicken. How old is this guy that he's never seen a boneless wing? I mean, it's like basically a, a chicken tender. I mean, what the fuck you want? That's what I think. I right? Yeah, they're fried and dipped in sauce, and it's yeah. the same thing. Like, so B Dubs replied so on uh, on uh, Twitter about this. Said it's true. Our boneless wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham. Our buffalo wings are zero percent buffalo. Twitter users also chimed in with some similar thoughts. Are you telling me the Caribbean jerk sauce doesn't have a real jerk in it? <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, nice. Someone else said, I suppose you're going to tell me now that Mountain Dew doesn't have real mountains in it. <laughs> Damn, that's rough. Dude. Someone said, suing you because your logo clearly shows a buffalo with wings, and I thought I was eating their wings the whole time. And my favorite that I cannot stop thinking about for some reason, corned beef is boneless corn. <laughs> oh, that's good. Wow. I don't know what that means, but I cannot get it out of my head. Corn, wow. Corned beef is boneless corn. That person's brain is fuck working does that on even a mean? whole different I don't level. Know. No, it's not. It but you know what? I'm in for whatever that Elote. is. <laughs> All right, so this is also going to uh, probably cause, oh uh, our goodness. second story of the day is probably going to cause a, a little bit of... Of uh, an uproar? Well, uh, already? A re- a re- I mean, I'll you're already off to a good start. Oh, you just wait. <laughs> German monks create world's first powdered beer. That you snort? No. Oh, no mm. fun. Sorry. We're out. Well, it's hard to enjoy when it's over that quick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's if it's said. good, it lasts a little longer. Yeah. A monastic brewery near Munich says it's created the first powdered beer. Just add water. It'll froth up, complete with a foamy head, and full flavor. Mm. The result promises massive savings on transport because it can be shipped at 10% of the weight. This is Kloster Brewery in Nuzel. Um, but it is a dextrin-rich zero-alcohol beer, which has been brewed using conventional methods, then processed and prepared into a water-soluble beer uh, powder granulate. Okay. So it's testing this in small quantities until uh, in small testing it on the market in small quantities until two thousand mid two thousand twenty three. The plan is to start making alcoholic versions soon and scale things up as long as people are in for it. Hmm. So the team believes there's a chance to ditch traditional brewing techniques as well. They're going to sell it next to the Kool-Aid packet. So that's going to be like a whole thing, right? Whoa. What was the Kool-Aid guy oh, says? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something like that. He like, he barging through the walls. So like, or beer, fat, like 
guy like to go to his couch. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a pitcher of beer. Just, oh my god, I'm like appalled by this. I'm having just a, make it in my mouth. Look, Don't even use a cup. Just pour the packet and water in my mouth. Just like that. One They're more time. Just, Both hands. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> really? <laughs> so they do. They do kind of. They they um, will recognize or understand that feeling because here's the quote from Stefan Fritsch, their managing director. We know that classic pilsner drinkers and all craft beer enthusiasts, especially in Germany, will be skeptical about our product at first. It's not just about bringing a new product onto the market, but about disrupting the beer business model. Therefore, we do not see our core target group as primarily the classic German and uh, end consumer, yeah. but global resellers essentially. We'll pass that to the Americans. Fine. So they are actually <laughs> they're, going, they're, they're going first to Asia and Africa because it costs more to ship beer out oh, there. So okay. they're all right. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Asians like to drink, dude. I mean, not. I mean, there's that's heavy culture. I mean, obviously, we'd like to drink a lot here too. I can see them being into that. Like, they're like all that techie cool shit. Like, you send over just like a powder of beer. Imagine being at a bar and be like, yeah, I'll get a beer. And then they pour out a little sifter, weigh it out. Here you go, sir. And then you add water to it. Just like, like, a, like they just got like a cup they into a vat of like powder and just Why drop not? it and fill it up with water. <laughs> like, there you go. There you go, buddy. Enjoy. That's, that's definitely going on my story if I do that. It's going on a lot of people's stories, I'm sure. Oh, that's, that's probably what's going to drive any sales of it. Instagram People are like, probably made try that it. up. Whether or not it's going to like stick I around after people try it, it's a different story. Yeah, I have no desire to try that. Just... I would do it backpacking. That would be sick backpacking. Instead of lugging a bunch of beers up there and you're like, oh, I all I have to add is like street cream, like creek water and this fucking powder. And now I have a beer in the middle of nowhere. Creek water. Bi- or whatever. <laughs> water. Do you fucking filter it? You should. You know, unless you're just an He's like, I had powdered beer with a side of Montezuma's Revenge. It was great. (laughs) It was the best powdered beer I've ever had. You're like, Sandra, why are you so thin? (laughs) (laughs) Because I shit my brains out. (laughs) Because I drank creek water and powdered beer. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good... It's the creaky surprise. It's my my secret. (laughs) See, creek. (laughs) Oh, I'll have another. All right, and our final story of the day. Is this going to make us angry also? No. no. Okay. No. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Study says In-N-Out has the I second guess. healthiest fast food cheeseburger in America. The study was based on data collected by gambling.com for some reason. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> what a bit. This is just, they're probably funding In-N-Out, and that's why gambling did this. Well, they, they got it on all of them, so maybe there was something, okay. I don't know, who knows. Sure. Um, analysts surveyed standard cheeseburger offerings from the top 10 fast food chains based on factors such as sugar, fat, salt, and caloric content. Can you guys take a guess at who was first? I'm going first with as Wendy's in, as in highest caloric. I'm going with Wendy's. No, as in the the the. So what? Uh, in and out is the second healthiest. What was the first healthiest? Jack in the Box, but Wendy's is what I'm going to stick with. Okay, I, I'm trying to think. What a burger! Whoa! Damn! Yep. There you go. Good job. That was Texas sick. chain Whataburger ranked first, serving up the healthiest cheeseburger with a rating of 8.4 on I'm, a 10 point scale. I've Holy. never had Whataburger. I think Me I just, either. I want to try it so bad is why I named it. I mean, just like, you know, there's that Texas, Texas. kind of nonsense. What about know? a Whataburger? So Whataburger is basically like to uh, in and out. Cheers, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. That was a good drop with the Texas Amanda thing. Too. So, um, really yeah, they got a rating of 8.4 on a 10 point scale. Whataburger did in and out hmm. came in. 8.2 out of 10. So like right on their heels. Not bad. 
third place was checkers and rallies, both tied for Ooh. 6.3. I think those are like southern things. Yeah, right? I've we never don't have had, rallies. I've never heard of those. It. But they they dropped down like two full points, 6.3. Yeah. Number four is Culver's, which I've never heard of. That's never heard of. 5.7. Nope. Del Taco and Ooh. Dairy Queen. Oh. What? <laughs> I like Del Taco, but Dairy Queen, nah. Del Taco hamburgers, though? Like you're going to Del Taco for a freaking hamburger? It's weird. They're Del Taco hamburgers and fries, for some reason, are really good. Hmm. <laughs> They're like super low key good. Well, just okay. So, I don't know why. for some perspective on it's this, because you're high. <laughs> <laughs> but right like not when I was like a little There's kid. Smoking weed, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you ever had Del Taco hamburgers <laughs> on weed? <laughs> yes. All right, goal. We're gonna have to try them. So here, here's what I think is actually interesting. So Dairy Queen is the is number five, right? Out of out of the top ten, not bad. With a five point two on the healthy rating, out of a score of ten. Where's Foster for you at? They don't even give, that's not even in the top what? 10. What? No. So the other ones rounding out uh, the top 10, Five Guys, Carl's Jr., McDonald's, and Wendy's. Wendy's Lame. was dead last. Lame. Absolutely the uh, worst out of the top 10. <laughs> they do have the best chicken nuggets. They're do they? Wendy's? I like the, the chocolate. like The Frosty. Whatever, the Frosty's bomb, yeah. I'll go with the strawberry one every once in a while. I haven't. I'll like get made fun of like if I order it sometimes. The strawberry one? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't had like, because we don't really eat fast food, but we I, we will get fast food desserts like a milkshake from Jack in the it, Box right? or oh, I yeah. like a vanilla cone from McDonald's. Mm. I do enjoy a Frosty. Well, Frosties are good. Frosties but that's all I ever get. I just get dessert. Like we don't actually eat fast food, fast food. It's awesome. It's a balance. Yeah. I can't remember the last time. Well, I'll occasionally have a Taco Bell burrito. But the last oh, time I actually got like Taco a Bell. burger from a, a some Taco Bell. like yeah. I can't remember last time I had a burger from a fast food place. Uh, oh, it happens all the time. I order from DoorDash like at one thirty in the morning all the time. Really? Yeah. Nick brought me home a. I worked from home on Friday, and he was working the night shift. Oh, the night shift, shift. working he, on a night shift. <laughs> sure, he um he brought me home a Jack in the Box um sourdough breakfast sandwich, oh. cheese and egg only. Gotcha. Oh my god, your dog I thought, is... I thought it was the thunder coming. <laughs> she's digging on the couch. Yeah, she does that occasionally. That's why I got the couch with that kind of material. It actually stands up to this nonsense. That's nice. Good. Silly ass dog. It's time to go pro with your bad habit. Booze League Radio. All right, um, are we ready for round three before we get into uh, Coley's tipping? Uh, nah. Tipping list. Let's do it. We're going to tipple before we tip. Round three. Oh, we'll have another. Ping pong. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get late. Cannibal. Cannibal coming. Boy, that escalated quickly. Yeah, buddy. That smells so good. All right, we are going back to San Diego. Back, in fact, to Pure Project. Uh Sandro, you're going to have to Zamboni again. No, I'm good. All right. I'm living on the edge. There's a lot of... I do it for the ASMR, like, of it. I want to, like, get that. Can we do it for less head? I, I got gotcha, you. I gotcha. Said no guy ever. <laughs> That's what she said. Come on now. Uh, we're back with uh, Pure Project Thank and their you. Pure West Unfiltered West Coast IPA. It has got a rating 
sorry to say, a 3.95. Wiley, I look up to you because you let me down. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's only got 5,000 <laughs> ratings currently, so... It's the thought that counts. It's the thought, yeah, yeah. Sandra cracking the egg so of like funny. wisdom over here. Oh my god, I'm so funny sometimes. I know. Thank you all for keeping up with me. It is a uh, 6.5% on the ABV. Ooh. Alcohol. And this is what they have to say about this particular brew. Pure West is our core unfiltered West Coast IPA. A celebration of hand-selected hops and the farmers who grew them. Featuring Nelson Sauvant. See, that's a that's a that's French a smart accent. Nelson, right? That's yes. a Nelson Savant. Yes, exactly. He knows everything about <laughs> Nelsons. Maybe he doesn't know how to talk to people <laughs> very well, but knows a lot of Brainiac. About he knows a lot about Nelsons and not a whole lot else. Uh, Citra, Strata, and Simcoe also round out the hop offering on this unfiltered West Coast IPA. Mm. This mm. golden colored creation glows with a sense of pineapple, apricot, and lemon sorbet. Mm. Oh man. Sorbet. Flavors of grapefruit zest, lychee, and resin give way to a solid bitter finish. Duh. Classic to the style. That's hella good. It is. I'm super into that. It's very crisp. Thank you. Refreshing. It's delicioso. Not enough fruit. No, I'm kidding. I'm, just oh, I'm like, please don't make me go back to that other one. I don't know how that one had such a high rating. I'm not going to lie. People like shit like that. It was hard to get through. People are, I didn't finish. Oh, people's palates yeah. are a bit askew sometimes is the like, sure. nice way to put it. Yeah. They like easy drinking things like well, that. Well, sometimes you rate higher for unique. You're like, well, I never had this before. I'll give it, you know, okay. whatever. Yeah, yeah and I yeah, guess if yeah, you have nothing yeah, to yeah. compare it to. But yeah. I have had sour IPAs from them in the past that were different. Mm. I enjoyed them a lot more. Well, think about all the people on Untapped that don't have any brewing experience and don't actually know what they're tasting for. Sure. You know, they're like, well, that's crazy. Five stars or whatever. You know what's amazing is a lot of those people have some very bold opinions, which, hey, good for you. You know what I mean? Well, so, I think... Get out there and drink some beers wise, and learn. That's the best <laughs> yeah, thing to do, yeah. right? Yeah. This it should be good try. higher than a 3.95. Yeah, this is fire. In my honest opinion, this is great. It's fuego. This is definitely... Should we get on Untapped and rate it higher? <laughs> the crew says... <laughs> yeah. what, what would you put this at, then? What, what rating would you give this? I'd give it a four. I'd give it a four. Yeah, four? Yeah. Yeah. Solid four. Solid four. I'd give it a 4.02. So I don't know. We're like the emoji twins tonight. For sure. <laughs> Duh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm into it though. Thank you. It's a tasty beer. It's actually a nice treat from experiencing the last one was interesting. But this is a way like a uh, kind of cleansing of the palate, enjoyable beer, you know? It's yeah. light. I, I like, like this one a lot. Yeah, I'm in. I'm glad I got another three of those too. Into uh, it. Ooh, it. lucky you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, these are good. Well, I guess it's time to get into um, how not to be a terrible tipper, the definitive yeah. guide. Don't be a cheapskate. <clears throat> it's very true. If you take any lessons from the booze cast, these, these are the ones you really should be paying attention to, like shit like well, this. Seriously, like if you guys have worked in a restaurant or a bar at all at some point in your life, you know full well but if the you importance have of it, tipping. Then hopefully you get a little insight into how yeah. important this shit is, you know? It says, some may feel that tipping or tipping well is only required when service has been stellar. Others may question appropriate amounts or feel uncomfortable when facing uncommon situations such as open bars. Um, so there's like some hot topics like that in this article. Good. Number one is don't tip lower than the prompted amounts. 
Tipping prompts offer ease when it comes to figuring out the amount of gratuity to leave. Prompts are often separated into common um, gratuity amounts such as 15, 20, and 25%, and the option to choose a custom amount. This last selection is a choice that is most appropriate when you'd like to leave a bit more than prompted, not if you want to leave less. Yeah, that's worse when people leave less. I don't know that I've ever used those prompts. I always just leave more. Because like, like on my scale... 20% is like minimum. If you did a terrible yeah. job, I'm leaving you 20%. Same with me, but like on my, like for work, I have to do 20%. And then if I want to leave more cash, I will, but I, I have to use that. So it's there for a reason. It makes sense. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but yeah. I'm with you. If like, if it's just me, 20% is the bare minimum that I'm going to give you. If you did a shitty job kind of, and you just were there because I want to like support, you know, it's funny. Like I will go more. When I tip like more than the prompts, um, if I go over 30%, the boss gets a, a text, you know, saying, Hey, this was 30% more than it was, you know, the original, whatever. Oh shoot. So I work it out and I go, okay, what's 30%. And I take like, you know, 50 cents off or <laughs> like, cause like you think about it, you oh, get like yeah. a $5 beer. If you leave you like 29%, bucks, like, yeah, whatever, like 29% fine, yeah. usually. So, that's good. You know, yeah, that's gotta good do the call. math. I got a math. UCSB, baby. It's important UCSB math right totally. there. Totally. That is, for real. So that was a class. That was a whole <laughs> fucking, like, zone. Whole. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Consider the circumstances when it comes to an open bar. And uh, more often than not, bartenders are working an open bar at events such as weddings or large-scale parties, and they've already been taken care of by the person or group footing the bill. In this case, they're likely not expecting to receive additional tips from guests. However, those circumstances are different when an open bar is provided as an amenity. Um, at airport lounges, for example, or if you find yourself in a setting, it's okay and acceptable to tip as you would at a, like a bar or restaurant. Yeah. It's weird at that because like I've had that same experience. Sometimes my best <laughs> is when I roll into something like that, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to just give you a 20 or whatever right now off the bat before I get all fucked up. I just thank you for being here and here's your tip. And then other times I like maybe break it up as it goes along. Yeah, it kind of depends both. on how the bartender is, what what's going on. But most times it's like, Hey, I'm here to have a good time. Here's your money. Thanks. I'm going to be back a bunch. So remember so this for face, me, right? If like, I have like larger bills, like a 10 or a 20 or something, or like a couple fives, I'll get a couple drinks first, see how they go. Maybe yeah. leave like, again, sometimes I don't have ones. Yeah. Get a couple drinks and then like, you know, drink three. Yeah. I'm like, here's your 10 bucks. Here's your 20 yeah, bucks. I'm going to be back. That's but like, awesome. I just want to make sure like they're not like stiffing me on stuff. Yeah. And then, they pour a good drink. They're yeah. all that good stuff. So I usually, 100%. if I have big bills, if I have small bills, I'll do it's a couple ones and then I'll leave like a big bill kind of yeah, towards yeah. the center. If you can't, if you can't think ahead and have that breaking up change, yeah. sometimes you don't, you're like, fuck, all right. Well, and I want to make sure I'm not just like, giving them 20 bucks, like just because they're giving me a drink. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. Smart. You got to feel it out a little. Feel it out. Uh, number three is be sure to tip on wine, no matter the price. The cost of a bottle of wine should never factor into determining whether or not to tip, even if it's very expensive. If you can afford to order a bottle of wine when you're out, you can afford to tip 20% on the bottle. Yeah, I've, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah, fuck yeah. If you're ordering like a two, $300 bottle of wine, then bitch, yeah, you're going to fucking tip on well, that. Well, yes. I mean, yeah, absolutely. and I also feel like it goes to like... You're going to order that with food, so you might, it should be in like 20. It's a service. Like, yeah. you can order that bottle at home and drink it by yourself or with your whoever. Uh, if you want the experience of being out somewhere, you got to tip on yeah. that shit. Yeah. Mm, I get that. 100%. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. So. I, no, I would not tip like a dollar or three dollars. Like, on a, I get that. I just like it is at that point, it's become the total of the bill. Yeah, that's what I mean. 
and that's what we're. And tipping even if on, you just you got know? wine and cheese, still, that's, someone's serving it to like you. An amazing night. I guess four hundred dollars later, but like whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> experience. It's an experience. Number four: tip your waiters whether they're rude or not. While it's true that the wait staff should be courteous and attentive, sometimes you will encounter a server who's rude. But that shouldn't translate into you to leaving no tip at all. If you feel um, the service you received was poor, you can choose to leave a tip that is reflective of that. Adam's general rule of thumb is to tip no less than 18%. 18's a diss. Like, if you fucked up, I'm giving you 18. Like, bad. 20%, like Wiley said, is like, I'm not really happy with your breast service, but it's okay. I'll give you 20 but then also 20% is like, you did an okay job too. Like you weren't like above and beyond. Maybe I'll give you a little bit more, but 20% is that like. I usually yeah. do between 22 and 25 if the service is good. I love giving 25 to 30. If the service is good and they're engaging and super friendly, fuck, take my money. But if you're fucking being yeah on your phone or I can see you and you're being a dick, yep. then yeah, you're going to get 20% then. Yeah, see, my problem is <laughs> to me 20% is an insult because I never do that. But servers don't know that. So they don't know the 20% for I me. I think a lot of them do, actually. A lot okay. of servers do know that because, well, because that's no, what servers do when they go out, well, actually. Well, true, but they don't know that I was a server, for instance. And I think a lot of people, which is why we're having this segment, like like when I was like working down in the industry uh, down in L.A., my mom stopped in and she didn't know that 10% wasn't good. like Because back then, like 10%, she thought that was... And she wasn't trying to be a dick, but you know they don't know. So I feel like 20%, like I feel like they're mm. like, oh, wow, well, I must have done okay. But in my mind, uh, yeah, you just missed out on like an extra like 10, 15 percent yeah. over. 20 you know? percent's yeah. a baseline, basically. You know, when I was running the bar and running numbers, it's like 20 percent. That would be like the base of what I'd want. And then everything on top of that would be like, yeah, OK, I earned that shit. You know what I mean? That's my money right there. Yeah. The 20 percent is where I like kick down money to the, sur- or to the fucking barbacks and all that shit, the, whatever I needed to do. And then the other shit was like, yeah, I fucking earned that shit. I don't know. Hundred No, 100 percent. Um, number five is consider tipping on top of the automatically added gratuity amount because mm-hmm. that's usually only Absolutely. 18% anyway. So you should always tip at least another two, if not Especially more. if you liked them and had fun. Well, and again, usually if it's added gratuity, you have a group of six or more. And, oh, my and God. It gets Absolutely. sticky. Absolutely. So. Jeez, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm down for that. Uh, if you grab a drink while waiting for a to-go order, tip on the entire bill. Okay, so what I do, I've done this a lot, actually, um, and because I've had to separate the bills, um, I'll get a drink, pay for it in cash, and tip fat for it, but then I'll get the food and tip on that as well, too. Yeah. It's just, I sometimes have to separate it, but I get what you're saying, like, if you well, do an order I mean, to go, like, yeah, but if yeah, you're doing, doing an, like, everything yeah. to go. Sometimes it's... Yeah, I Like, don't say know. I'm going to go pick up a couple sandwiches, right, and while I'm waiting, I get a drink. Then, yeah, obviously, rounded the whole thing up. I'm tipping on it. Thank you so much. I'm on my way. You yeah. know what I mean, right? That's that's basically yeah, kind of what you're I, saying, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, I know, like, some places will do, like, you go to the takeout window, and then you might go sit at the bar while it's getting made, and then you order a drink at the bar that's separate than what you paid. Oh, yeah. And then you, you know? got sh- to separate but here's it. A, but here's the problem, though, is that, like, I had to do takeout, and it's fucking nightmare. Like, packaging shit up, putting all... It's actually more work than just being a server, like, and actually walking around to the tables and stuff, because you have to literally do everything put together, and they tip, you know, it's like a, a $60 order, and they'll leave, like, a buck or two. Like, yeah, that's oh, not you know, cool. See, I thanks, never do thanks that. Thanks for my McDonald's-style no, shit. It, yeah. ain't, it ain't when that's you're here, cool. you know. Hopefully people don't do that now. Like, I think that... I think they do for if they're doing just takeout. I, so I will see, say just... That's fucked. Just think about what's going in. If you're at a place where there's also a bar, chances are you should tip, like, whether they're together I'm, or separate, 
tip right. I mean, I feel like hopefully the pandemic kind of opened people's eyes to that because like all we could kind of do was take out like at Yolanda's, you know, they weren't serving. They were just putting your food together and getting it ready for you for pickup. I would tip at least 20 to 22 percent. Perfect. Yeah. They kept, great. they fucked up my order every single time. I love that establishment. <laughs> I obviously go there at least once a week still. Love them. My, there was always something wrong with my order. And did I never tip under 20%? Never for a to go order. So there's that. Um, if you're offered a shot on the house, return the favor. Often a bartender will offer a shot on the house to loyal customers or those who have been courteous guests. If this occurs, reciprocate the gesture by leaving a thoughtful tip. Oh, absolutely. Like whenever I get a drink, I will add that price of that drink to my tip, basically, as close as I can. You know what I mean? Like yeah. here's a beer on the house or a drink on the house or whatever. It's like an extra like, five bucks. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to pay mm-hmm. my tab. I'm going to like give you the 20 to 22 to 25% gratuity. And then if you give me that like extra, I'm, I'm going to pay for that too. Yeah. Like that's just how that's going to go. So yeah, pay it back. Makes sense. So me. that's, yeah. 100%. The service industry is so hard. Like I honestly, I, I am so thankful. I've never worked in any service industry. I've Seems like never you get worked it in food. really good though, which is nice. I well, mean, for someone well, who hasn't worked in it, you understand it. I which do. Is nice. I mean, I, well, I appreciate the reason I'm going out is so I don't have to cook or clean or serve myself or, you know what I mean? It's or clear the table. Thing. It's a personal thing. You know, it's just like, I'm going out for a drinks. service. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, if I'm, if I don't want to do it at home and I'm paying for someone to like serve me and if I want to order another drink with my meal, like this and that, like they're yeah. taking care of it for me. And I appreciate that. And you know, like we said, they do a good job. Of course they're going to get way more than 20%, yeah, 22, absolutely. 25, whatever. But they do a shitty job. It usually is like twenty or eighteen, and it's like you're a fucking idiot. Like you suck. <laughs> like just, I just hate and when you know people what? are rude. Next time I go out, I'm probably gonna go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? That's that's a thought in your head. You're not like I can't wait to come back here. Or I mean, I guess one of the things you could do to try to help that person, I guess you could talk to their manager and just be like, dude, they were really rude to me. You just like, talk to them to be like, you fucking suck at serving. And <laughs> you're rude as hell. <laughs> when you're done eating though, make sure they don't spit in your food. How was everything? I'm done, but you? You were, t- I got some. How was it? Food was great. <laughs> you. Hold on a second. You got a minute? Cause, no, I'm just kidding. Sit I down. Th- I got a few things to say. You sit down right I've here. I've got something to say. Uh, anyways, yeah, that'd be pretty funny. That'd well, be nice. a good skit. Well, take it, uh, take that out there as you go out, uh, over the next weekend or so. Um, and, uh, let's, uh, well, not that one. Let's go this one. There it is. Oh, here we go. Go ahead nice. and wrap this thing up. Z-Rep. Again, uh, you can find us at theboozecast.com. We're going to have information uh, up about our upcoming live event at uh, Petals and Pines Brewing Company in Thousand Oaks. That is on Friday, April 7th at 7 p.m. We're releasing the Darby Pale. Come on and have some. We also have a bunch of new merchandise, so we're just going to have a good party. So Hell yeah. We're also going to be doing so some fun. giveaways there as well. Ooh. So get For your merch. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, oh, everybody gonna, line up. We're going to do at least two giveaways. We might even give away some uh, some beer. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Who can say? Also, um, Instagram and Twitter at Booze League. Facebook.com forward slash The Booze Cast. You can call or text us. 892, sorry, 805-892-6116. On the telephone? On the telephone. On the telephone. Uh, we will be back for draft 115. We're actually going to get in two more drafts before we get out to that live show. So um, tune in next week for Draft 115. 
And until then, ladies and gentlemen, cheers. 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 cheers.